0: Gwinnett County Public Library, I'm Steve Thomas. Last fall, Gwinnett County Public Library, in partnership with the School of Information at San Jose State University, put out a call for applicants for the inaugural Innovative Librarians Award. The Innovative Librarians Award recognizes those library science graduate students who put forward new ideas that improve libraries and library services. Whether large or small, These ideas have the ability to change the way people experience libraries. Five finalists were selected from all properly submitted applications. This is the story of one of those finalists.
1: My name is Cassie Hickman. I am a children's librarian at the Canarsie Library, part of the Brooklyn Public Library. My project is the KNRC Youth Radio. Canarsie is located in... Southeast Brooklyn, and it's somewhat of a sleepy neighborhood, definitely a very diverse neighborhood, a lot of people of Caribbean heritage and recent immigrants. Um, We, here at the library, we're actually located right across the street from the high school, um, which is great. Uh, However, we don't, we didn't have a ton of teens in participating in our programs, and so I guess part of it was we were trying to find a way to connect with um, with teens and in a meaningful way. And particularly um, after this year with all of the you know dif- different political um, tumultuous environments, we thought it would be really wonderful to give teens a chance to just speak their minds about whatever, um, whatever is impacting their lives and to kind of give them the freedom of choosing whatever they wanted to talk about in a safe space. And, um, so providing the library, providing this safe space for students to not only talk about, um, what's impacting them, but to also, learn digital literary, literacy skills, and sort of start interacting with the library in a whole new way. A couple of teens said that they had listened to podcasts before. Um, some of the teens had no experience with podcasting, so it was really a broad mix. Um, and one of the things we did in some of the first sessions was listening to podcasts together and talking about sort of how podcasts came to be and the different styles and uh, podcasting I think really just lends itself so well to working with students because it's relatively affordable and anyone with a basic know-how can learn and produce a podcast that is ultimately, um, you can put it online so people can hear it. It's a really democratic medium. We looked a lot at uh, the Radio Rookies podcast, um, part of, I believe it's WNYC, and that podcast was a huge inspiration for this whole project. Um, They have educational resources on their website, but it's produced with help um, by and for teens. So uh, that really provided a great starting place for us to you know, demonstrate to the teens that this is, this is possible and your voices are valid. And we listened to, I guess the podcasts that we were listening to were mostly more like journalism based, but we certainly weren't um, having the students only make like specific formats for their pieces. They really had the freedom to choose um, what they wanted. We just asked them to make their pieces four minutes or less and about current social issues, but just broadly under that umbrella topic. My project was um, the result of participating in the Brooklyn Incubator, um, which is part of the Brooklyn Public Library. It's a really amazing initiative where staff can essentially submit proposals um, and pitch ideas to win funding to um, implement new programs in the branches. And so I went through that process and was really fortunate to be awarded money through the Brooklyn Incubator. And so we used the funding um, to support the whole program. And we used the funding to purchase um, all of the recording equipment. We, We created what we were calling field kits. So, A digital recorder, a microphone, headphones, um, SD card, kits that the kids could actually bring home and check out from the library so that they could record um, wherever they would like. It was definitely an interesting experiment, um, lending out these kits, because we don't really do too much of lending out, like, uh, technology in terms of, like... um, Letting people take it home overnight, especially for younger people. Um, so, yeah, I was actually really impressed by the responsibility that the teens took with the equipment, and it seemed like it empowered them. It made them feel like we trusted them, and I think it actually ended up helping our relationship because um, they knew that we just wanted them to be successful. And yeah, they were really, they were really responsible. That's great. Part of what we purchased um, with the incubator funding was we we purchased three new MacBook laptops. We downloaded um, Audacity and also we were working with Reaper. Um, And so we had two really great instructors actually work with us. Um, Mark Pagan from Brick that he's uh, with Brooklyn Free Speech. He was really the tech teacher and um, showed kids how to edit, um, how to put a piece together. And Jamie Corville was our other instructor and she was a storytelling instructor. So she was talking with the kids about the content, um, but they would come in and they could drop by even if we weren't having our workshop and work on the editing um, and get support from us. The editing was definitely the most time-intensive part. I'm sure you find that with your podcasting as well. Um, yes, so that I think was probably the toughest part. But um, it was really neat. You know, they one one student in particular, Amy, had no experience with really with working with creative um, technology, and she kind of rose to the occasion. So we the teens could work either independently or in teams, and we encouraged them to work independently so that they could really individually learn all of the skills through the process. Um, but we ended up having um, at the end, so we had seven students who stuck with the through all the workshops, um, and there were four pieces that resulted from uh, the project. Uh, Two were team pieces and two were individual pieces. We had um, the first piece, Amy. She made a piece about experiences growing up in Senegal, her home country, um, and child homelessness that happens there. And she just sort of had a personal narrative style. The second piece we had was uh, by... Carl Reserve and Jacob and Channing, and they made a piece about um, whether or not esports can be a viable career option. And they did interview style, so they interviewed one of their teachers. Um, and we had Elijah's piece also about video games, but um, he made more of a review of a particular video game that was reminding him of his childhood and kind of making a connection between, um, growing up, growing up with video games and how that kind of affects him. Uh, the last piece we had was, uh, by Brianna and Lily and they made a piece about music and they interviewed lots of different people, teachers, friends, family about sort of, uh, growing up in specific cultures of music and how music uh, has sort of helped them through certain times in their lives Um, so the pieces were pretty intergenerational the ones that had um, interviews which was also really interesting Um, and at the end so we we had these four pieces we hosted a listening event um, and all of our participants came and invited friends, family, librarians, and we played their pieces in front of the group and listened to them together. Um, the pieces are also available online. The Brooklyn Public Library has uh, its own webpage, brooklynlibrary.org slash podcast. And we're also available on Libsyn and iTunes. Um the pieces are also on SoundCloud uh, with the Brooklyn Free Speech Radio, so they really got their pieces. Um, they have some exposure. It's a fun fun thing for their resumes, hopefully, too. And they have creative ownership over the content, so we wanted to make that clear from the start. Like, this is theirs, um, they can really claim this and and have it moving forward. So, all the students I'm so excited they've all come back to library and are asking when we're going to start next. Um, so we're actually going to host uh, more workshops here in March and try to continue with a second season. I'm just so grateful and uh, and I'm impressed by the work that you guys do so thank you thank you for this opportunity.
0: You're For more information about Gwinnett County Public Library, visit our website at gwinnettpl.org or follow us on social media at Gwinnett Library.